Welcome to another episode of I Am Nano. Putting the I in I Am Nano. I am your host, Irfani. And I am your other host, Monica. And today, it's a special episode because we're on our 10th episode. Woohoo! <laughs> and so today, what we're going to do is we'll be talking about pressure sensor for the monitoring of cardiovascular health. Ooh, and this is very important for everyone. Mm-hmm. According to the WHO or the WHO or, you know, the World Health mm-hmm. Organization, cardiovascular diseases are the number one cause of death globally. We all need to take better care of our hearts, y'all. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we hear this all the time. We need to exercise, eat healthy food, and all these other things. Nowadays, smartwatches now can also monitor various aspects about your your heart health. Now, I don't have one of those yet, but I'm kind of thinking of getting one. They're kind of expensive, though. So, um, yeah. Yeah, they, they are quite costly. You know, they cost an arm and a leg. But, you know, maybe it might be worth it if it helps me monitor my sleep and yeah. ensures that I'm getting enough of that. Because that's true. Grad school doesn't allow you for enough sleep. Yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, it does. It can be really helpful, though. And, you know, cardiovascular mm-hmm. health, like you said, is very important. Um, so let's break this on a little bit. Cardiovascular disease is a broad term. It Mm -hmm. describes many diseases that affect the heart and the blood vessels. Now, there are many different tests that needs to be done so that your doctors and nurses can determine what is the type or the degree of your heart condition. So, for example, there are techniques to measure the regularity of your heart rate. And there are also ones that can measure your blood pressure, which I'm sure we've all have used. Yeah, those uh, blood pressure cuffs that nurses put on our arms whenever we visit the doctor's office, Mm -hmm. or even at most grocery stores or shoppers, you know, those kind of places. Yeah, I always see them at shoppers all the time. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a lot of people use it, but they're there if you need it. (laughs) (laughs) They're there. So there are definitely more techniques that can evaluate the condition of your heart, but we won't go into too much details on those today. Today, I want to talk about a microgel pressure sensor named Etalon that can monitor the pulse beat spectrum from your wrist, developed by Xia and colleagues published in Advanced Materials Technologies in the early 2020. Oh, that sounds very awesome. But what exactly is a pulse beat spectrum? And what's microgel? And also, why would we make that microgel into a pressure sensor? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's break it down. Now, pulse beat spectrum is not a DJ beat, nor <laughs> is it a club, but it is the beat of the heart. So okay. when the heart beats, it expands the arteries because you know there's a gush of blood that's coming out of the heart at a very high speed, high pressure. So the expansion of the arteries can be detected by the sensor and it forms a signature curvature on a graph that shows whether or not your arteries are healthy. And it can be used to determine this parameter called the arterial stiffness index. Um, Okay, now microgels. We've discussed about hydrogels in episode seven. So it's very similar to that, but at a smaller scale. 
The etalon is composed of a single microgel layer made of acrylics and some acids. Now, these are sandwiched between two thin layers of silver to form a capacitive sensor to detect the expansion movements of the arteries on the wrist. Oh, interesting. And acrylics are those materials that we can find in paints Mm -hmm. or even on our fake nails when we go to the salon. So some everyday chemistry in there. That's quite nice. Mm -hmm. But can you explain capacitive? What does it mean when something acts as a capacitor? Okay, so let's start from the root word capacitance. And it refers Mm -hmm. to the ability of a material or capacitor to store charge. Oh, so storing charge, just like everyday batteries, Yeah. except batteries store energy chemically mm-hmm. and capacitors store charge in an electric field. Right. Usually in a capacitor, you have two conductive plates separated by a non-conductive layer called a dielectric layer. Mm-hmm. And that can be air, plastic, or glass. The capacitor can be charged by applying voltage say from a battery and forms an electric field across the dielectric material. Mm-hmm. In capacitive sensors, the capacitance changes as the distance between the two capacitor plates gets closer or further apart. Mm-hmm. So there's an inverse relationship between the distance and capacitance such that when the distance decreases, the capacitance increases. Mm-hmm. And this is also the underlying technology that gave us touch screens. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy <laughs> that we have this technology. We have a lot of touch screens now. I mean, otherwise, we'd have buttons still, you know, nowadays. So it's very futuristic. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> um, yeah. So in this capacitive sensor, the silver plates are separated by a single layer of these microgels. When they were fabricating it, they tested out various factors during the microgel fabrication process and found out that when they increased the alcohol concentration from zero to 20%, it decreased the size of the microgels and that the acrylic acid functionalization significantly increased the device's capacitance. They also tested a large microgel, which is around one micrometer in diameter and found out that the microgel functionalized with acrylic acid and has a diameter of 660 nanometers during the swelled state exhibited a higher capacitance. Oh, wow. That is a lot of testing. Mm-hmm. But why is it important? So with a smaller diameter microgel, just like you mentioned earlier, Monica, the distance between the two silver plates are shorter. Right? And that allows for a higher capacitance. And so this is very important to make the device very sensitive and have a low minimum detection pressure so they can detect very small changes in pressure. Mm, I see. So mm-hmm. how was this used as a cardiovascular sensor then? Right. So they placed the sensor on a person's wrist and they were able to generate capacitance signals that were similar to the ones detected by the blood pressure meter. So as of now, it can only detect your pulse, but further analysis can provide more information about the elasticities of your arteries. Oh, that's wonderful. That is more than what we can currently detect for Mm -hmm. sure. And this is especially important for those who are, you know, older since their Mm -hmm. arteries tend to be a little bit stiffer and that correlates quite well with the cardiovascular risk that we mentioned earlier. 
Yeah, that's why it's really important. And on top of that, they actually also tested this capacitive sensor for other applications. And they actually could distinguish various speech patterns, such as when someone says hi or hello, as well as breathing patterns and swallowing movements. Very, very cool. Mm -hmm. I hope they could implement this in, you know, commercially available products very soon. Maybe by the time we reach our 100th episode, we would be able to cover. That would be so awesome. And then we can (laughs) distribute these sensors to everyone and help them stay healthy. I really hope that will, that day will come sometime soon. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) I, I really... I'm excited about the sensor because, you know, I'm baking so much sweet goods recently (laughs) and I'm not exercising enough at home. So it's taking a little toll on my health, you know, get get back to it and monitor my health, you know. (laughs) Oh, health and sleeping. Yes. (laughs) We need to take care of ourselves, guys. Um, All right, everyone. That's all the nano for today. Take care. And stay curious.